Hello and welcome to the Apostolic Church Liverpool podcast. We hope the message you're about to listen to will inspire you, will be a blessing to you and give you perspective in life. For more of such messages, you can visit our website at www.tac-lona.org.uk You can also access other messages and resources from our YouTube channel, The Apostolic Church Europe. We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. God bless you. Here's the message. Last week, we looked at the, the message. We look at second, we look at first Corinthians chapter two, verse chapter two. And the man of God was speaking to us last week about the totality of the gospel. He was trying to explain to us what the gospel is the foundation and the revelation of it. And when the man of God was submitting, he said, we, go, we should go around, not with self-esteem, but with Christ's esteem. And that particular word was key for me. And I began to ask God, how do I go about my business? Am I going with self-esteem or Christ's esteem? Don't forget the scripture said, if we lift him up, we draw people to himself. As we press on tonight, we want to look at chapter 3 of this scripture, of this book of Corinthians. And when I was reading the book, I was like, I was just wondering what was happening to the, man, the writer of this book, of this chapter, you know. At least when you want to start something, when you want to begin a speech, you should welcome people. But it starting, the chapter was just too particular, was just too direct to the church in Corinthians. And tonight we want to look at at the local church. What does it mean? The characteristics of such church. That's what we want to look at tonight. And I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Apostle Paul used three examples to describe this church. You know, and I know we understand that when we are talking about the church, we are not talking about the building. We are talking about ourselves. We are talking about the disciple in the church. You know, that is, a, that is, that is the he you. When we are talking about the church, we are talking about me and you, how it relates to God. And that was what Brother Paul was saying, and uh, we want to look at that. I pray the Holy Spirit will inspire our hearts as we press on tonight in Jesus' name. Our outline for tonight. Next slide, Pastor. Okay, we have three, three outlines to consider. The first outline, the church is represented as a family. As a family. You know, a family comprises of the father, the children, you know, like that. So also in the church, we have a family. We are a family of God's people. Another thing Brother Paul represented the church with is, is a feed. It's God's garden as we look at, at it as we present. And the church as a temple, the temple of God, the temple where, where the family gather to worship, you know, is a sacred place and it must be kept holy. I pray as we go in this teaching, the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. We'll be reading from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Next slide, Pastor as we look at the church as a family. And I'll be reading from verse one. He said, dear brothers and sister, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would to a spiritual people. I had to talk as though you belong to this world, as though you were infant in Christ. I want us to look at those words that is highlighted not spiritual people, you belong to this world, you know. And I begin to ask a lot of questions that how will a man study this kind of writings to a church, to a church of God? And I want us to put ourselves in picture, in a perspective that God is speaking to us. I could not talk to you as a spiritual person, belong to this world, as though you were infant in Christ. I had to feed you with milk, not with solid food because you were not ready for anything stronger, you are still not ready. 
Next slide, sir. For you are still controlled by your sinful nature. You are jealous of one another, quarrel with each other. Doesn't that prove that you are controlled by, the sin, by your sinful nature? Aren't you living like people of the world? When one of you say, I follow, I, I'm a follower of Paul. Another say, I'm a follower, I, I follow Apollos. Aren't you acting just like the people of the world? You know, that, that, particular, that particular scripture was like, I don't know, how will you start writing to a church? And I think God is speaking to us tonight. That is family. How ready am I to take spiritual things? You come to church, the one that does not collaborate with your belief, do you bring it? The scripture said, the, he said, he said the road that cement right onto a man, he said the end thereof is destruction. He was addressing something here that this church, they are not ready. They are not ready to take the solid food. How can that be said of us in a family? Just look at it. When we have a child and you begin with milk and the child did not outgrow milk, will you feel so comfortable? We are not going to be very happy. One thing that will strike our mind is the fact that the child is not growing. The family will be going from one place, the father, the mother, what is going on that my child is not growing. So also God, as we come to church, as we gather every time at his feet, the desire of God is that we grow unto maturity. He did not want us to just come to church and we still, we still behave like the people of the world. He doesn't want us to still come to church and we are controlled by our sinful nature. The scripture said, he said, I've been crucified with Christ. He said, nevertheless, I live. He said, the life that I now live, I live in Christ Jesus who loved me. Let's just ask ourselves, as we come to church in our local assembly, in our meetings, Am I growing unto maturity? Paul said, I could not talk to you because you are not spiritual. I could not talk to you because you are not ready to take the solid foods. The Bible said, those that name it, the name of the Lord should depart from iniquity. When the word comes that leaves sin, depart from iniquity. He said, no, I've been born again. And for one save is forever saved. We are not growing unto maturity, like Paul was addressing the Corinthians church. Yeah. I want us to begin to, to, to zoom into ourselves when we are talking about the church. Am I growing unto maturity? Somebody was talking me not quite long. He said, He said, guy, this is what you have been doing for a very long time. It was a particular struggle that I have in my life. And after finishing the conversation, I said, wow, young man, if you don't deal with this thing, this thing will deal with you. It's like this life is not leaving me. He said, when the Bible said, when they see the, the apostle, he said they behave like Christ. The desire of God for each of our lives is that we look like him. That burst on the fact that are we maturing? Are we growing in him? He said, I could not talk to you because you are not spiritual, because you are not, you are not ready. You might be gathering with us. How ready are you to receive God's word? Uh -huh. The word of God that keep coming upon on the platform of this church, that keep coming every Thursday, that keep coming on Sunday, that keep coming every now and then. I hope you are not choosing on what to take. I'm just praying that as we gather, we will not just be marking time. That this life will change us. Family, as family needs to grow, so also we as a Christian, we also need to grow. It is the expectation of God for every member of his church family to grow. To stop growing as a person or a church family is to start dying. All those struggles you are struggling with last year, 
as you gather again this year, you are still struggling with it. Paul said they are not ready. How ready are we? Our focus is on that we revolve around Christian maturity. What is our understanding of it? Are we growing? If somebody that is not growing, anything that is not growing is not different than something that is dying. Are we growing? Are we advancing in it? What is the even concept of this maturity? If we need to consider it. Are we growing? Oh, you been you said no, this one. Look unto Jesus. I said no. There is always a way out. We need to check it. Am I maturing in him? Is it that you are maturing? Is it that you remain an infant in him? We want to consider, look at, you know, the, the, the matter of Christian maturity is central in this book of Corinthians. And I know when pastor was introducing the book to us, he talked about it. And I know after my, after this night again, another person that will come, we see Emma on this thing. That was the challenge Brother Paul had with the Corinthians church. He said, you remain infant. You remain immature. In another version, he said, you remain babies. How about us in this family? Are we growing? Just ask yourself, am I really growing? Paul said, I cannot address you as spiritual people. We look at that, the signs of Christian maturity and the ingredient for Christian maturity. What are those things that propel a man, a Christian, to be matured in him? Sorry if I'm speaking too fast, please you can ask me. You have questions, you can tell me to, to, to hold on, to stop talking. You know. And uh, I want us to look at that Christian, Christian maturity. What does it mean? What does it mean? He said this could be seen as a state of being of not being spiritual. You are still infant. The struggle you had yesterday, we are still falling in it. Paul said, he said, I wish I don't want to do, I see myself doing it. He said, who will deliver me from this life of sin? To be mature in Christ is to be by his grace, outgrow this life of sin. You are, you are not settling for the milk. You are, you are ready for the sand and the heart doctrines. You know, and you as a young person, there's not no cohabitation with guys that I know. It is not done here. But, but, but scripture does not allow it to happen when we come to him. The Bible says that must come unto him, must know that God is only. Anybody that make mention of his name should do what should depart from iniquity. Next slide, sir. Yes. You can stop me at any minute if I'm too fast. We want to look at the signs of Christian maturity. As you look at our local church, according to the above verses, one of the signs or mark of maturity is the diet a believer takes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Even though we are thanking God that we can, we can, we can meet online, we can do a lot of things online, but do you know a lot of things are going on there? That you look at it that this thing does not look like Jesus is in there. What kind of diets do you take? Like our sister was saying at the beginning, said some of us when they invited us to Christ, said, Me, I know go suffer, I know go bed for bread. You have not forgotten the scripture said, if you suffered with him, you will also reign with him. What kind of food, what kind of diet do you take? Are you feeding on milk or solid food? Are you feeding on meat or solid food? For us to attain the level of maturity as a Christian, we need to understand that meat or solid food is to a believer. How are you? What kind of food are you craving at as you come to church? Or you are the type if that pastor say this, there is always an exit road. I will take a walk then you have not seen yourself as a member of the family of Christ. Paul said, even though he slay me, he said, I will yet worship him. That is a man that is going on to maturity. 
as a person tonight, there is a discussion I want us to say, what is even the meek or a solid food to a Christian? What does it mean? If I open the floor, what can we say is a milk? What is a solid food to a Christian? Hmm. And what are their features? I think I've been talking and uh, I want us to just, let's discuss it because it's a Bible study. Hmm. When Paul is saying milk, what does it mean? After all, in, in, in Peter, I was talking about that, that the word of God is a milk. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. And what is a solid food to a Christian? The floor is open. You can, you can talk and tell us the futures of that kind of food. Are you talking about milk? Are you talking about the solid food to a Christian? Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Pastor. Sorry. Um, I, I think um, the reference to milk and solid food is, um, is about your state of mind. Or let me say the what stage are you in in your sanctification process? So I don't think it's the food per se, but what are you like your level in the sanctification process? So if you are still a baby, yes, you are a baby in the milk sense of the word, an adult for solid food. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, Sister, God bless you. I, I, I really like that simplicity. That's that answer. The, because theologically, we might want to say, do we have two types of theology? Do we have uh, the theology or doctrine of milk? Or do you have theology or doctrine for solid food? No, we don't. When we, in the children departments, when you teach them, Jesus Christ is the Savior. Jesus saved. God so loved the world. Exactly the same thing you tell the adults. It is your processing system. How you are able to assimilate it and process it. So now, if you listen to what Brother Paul said there, he said, uh, I decide, first of all, he said, I decide to do nothing among yourself, Christ and him crucified. Okay? Now, that's the doctrine he has given them. And he told them again that he cannot teach them because he has given them that same thing. If he's going to tell them the simplicity of the gospel, later in the future, you will see he's saying that that's the simplicity of the gospel. But it is how you now take that, digest it, and you process it in your, in your, in your system, your mind. And also, just, just, uh, just buttressing what our, our mother just said now, the thing is that according to Philippians 3, 14, uh, 12 to 14, this is an ongoing process. It's, an, it's a never ending. You never stop learning. But as Paul, you have to keep growing. The first point is that you have to be born again. You have to be born again. If you're not born again, you are not, you are, you are not even part of that system, not a part of that family. Then back to that question, how do we identify? So it's the same theology, it's the same gospel. It is the processing system. It is you that determines. Yeah, Holy Spirit, as the pastor or somebody, anybody preaching, preach the message. The Holy Spirit knows where you are. So it will interpret it to you based on that level that you have. So that's why you see, I can preach a message and I asked you, what do you, what do you have? You tell me something, you ask somebody. So the different answer tells you where different people are in their, in their, in their journey of sanctification. That's, that's that. But what itself in generic terms is being, uh, you know, moving from uh, Napios Christian or baby or a milk Christian to uh, a mature Christian is, uh, more, when you become more like Christ, the more you become like Christ, the more matured you are. And that comes with reading your Bible, prayers, fellowship. Fellowship is very, very important. So some people believe because of this age we are that nah, nah, nah. The more you withdraw, see, when you have a bicycle or a car, a bicycle, a, a wheel, now towards the middle, that's the Holy Spirit. You will see that those iron, they are stronger towards the middle. But as they go up, you will see that they spread out more. But towards the middle, they are very strong. So that is it. Towards the middle, when you Christians are knitted together very strongly towards the Holy Spirit, then they are stronger. So that is what we need. So reading the Bible, fellowship, prayer, service, there's still worship. Still worship. Then also, also, which is the, the main thing is 
putting God first in everything that we do. So those are just few uh, a few ideas for me. Okay, thank you, Pastor. And uh, how about discipline? How do we classify discipline as a child of God? You know, I know sometimes then when we are in church, when people committed some offenses like that, they said, okay, as a choir, you will not wear the cassock again and all of that. What do we say to that? Is that, is that, uh, I don't know, how do we classify that kind of, that kind of dealing? Pastor, maybe you may not talk now. I, I, to... I won't talk, but I would, <laughs> I just wanted to add something, yeah? Oh, yeah. The one oh, thing okay. I wanted to add is, the, I want to just, to, to give us a direction. Personally, yeah, theologically, how do I know? How do I personally, when I'm talking, because before you talk, so just like in education, when you talk to somebody, you want to know where their level is, their grade is, before you now tell them, be able to tell them exactly uh, how to learn. So the same thing in Christianhood, how do I know? It is their idea of grace. When you see people that carry grace, hyper grace, and believe that they, they are dangerous people, that believe that grace is all, all like, like godliness is gain. Like somebody said before that the reason why you come to these things is also can, you can do all these things. Then those are, those are the kind of things that showed me. It's not that they're not born again, but they just got it uh, upside down. But I'll just be quiet so that other can continue. Hey. As we are looking at the milk and the solid food, Pastor and submission has bailed us out. And I think it's, a, it's something very important. Brother Paul was challenging them. So, so God is challenging us tonight. We are not ready. Praise God. Can I quickly add something? Sorry. Okay, thank you. Um, uh, Bishop just made one very important point that uh, milk is good as well. So <laughs> you cannot just go into it and just start eating solid food. Yes, I think that is also brilliant. So you grow into taking solid food. I like that. Just, yeah. Yes, you don't just start and start following uh, everything. I like that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you for that insight. I had <laughs> something, sir. All right. Um, in literal sense, for babies, when you when they're having milk, they are being assisted. Like when you feed someone milk, you have to hold it to their mouth. But when they start eating solid food, they begin to eat themselves. So in relation to that verse, what I see is that the milk Christians would be people that are fed by other people. And that's how they gain their maturity. But the solid food Christians are the ones who go and search about what they've heard and they understand it themselves and practicalize it. Absolutely. And that's where we learn, that's how we grow into sanctification. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that. Can I, can I, can I say this? Um, go on, Daddy. The, on issue of discipline. Yeah. Uh, the, the Bible tells us that even we parents or we fathers, we discipline our children. So God can discipline us. It is, it is, we, we saw how often he disciplined the Israelites, whom he called his own. Whatever name he had called them severally, they, yet he would discipline them. If they sinned, they would get any country to, you know, because they were full of wars and things. They, they, they flogged them, they killed them, they died. And once they run back to God, God, God is waiting for them by his grace. Now, um, God, God can discipline. I have undergone uh, God's, God's discipline in my life. And I thank him for that. Because when God disciplines, the end of it is to get you to grow. It's like pruning. It's like I prune, I, I prune, I, I, I prune the flowers in my estate. In, in Nigeria, I, I, do, I do the pruning myself. And when you prune it, then in course of a few days, it brings out fresh flower, fresh, you know, um, uh, leaves and things, and the place becomes more beautiful. That we, we, but be, before you can be disciplined, you might have taken the milk of, of God's word. Um, I remember when I, when I baptized uh, candidates in Kennington, in London, I would tell them, baptism is just the first step into the family of God. It's just the very first step. Because Jesus' trouble began after his baptism in Jordan. So when you, when you baptize, when you get into the, uh, the family of God, doesn't mean, oh, everything is rosy. No. You, you, can be, you can be disciplined if you 
So, so, so if we want to grow, so, but for for solid food for a Christian, in, in Hebrews in Hebrews chapter six or so, I think uh, the writer was talking about you know don't don't go to the preliminary uh, preliminaries of baptism of Jesus you must have gone out of that to a solid food. I remember when we were to be ordained as elders in the in the. Uh, uh, in, in, in the 70s, end of 70s, we, we, we were told that now you will begin to have the solid food of the Word of God. You, what we cannot say generally in the, in the congregation, we will say to you in the elders, in the elders uh, that's what Pastor Job, our superintendent, was telling us then before. Even, you know, so what, what I'm trying to say is that there is the milk to bring you up when when we baptize, when we bring them, before we start discipling them, yes. But then later, they must be taking solid, you know, that everything is not rosy. Oh, I have the, I thought when I believe Jesus, when I give my life to Jesus, everything will be rosy. I won't have, no, he said, in this world, you will have trouble. You have tribulation. But, but take it as joy. Take it as joy. All that is happening to people of the world can happen to us. It depends on how we undo it. That we show that we make the, the difference between us and those who are not believers. So uh, the, 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 the milk of the word of God or the milk of Christian uh, milk in Christian maturity is just the very basic. But then after all, you are disciples. You see what the disciples went through. Only one of them died peacefully. All others died wickedly, battered one way or the other. Beginning with uh, Stephen. So what I'm trying to say is. Milk, solid food, yes. Although we still we still need the milk, we still preach it, we will still we will still get growing because the Bible says that the moment you stop you stop learning, you are as good as dead. Yeah. So we continue to learn, we continue to grow. I still learn, I learn in everywhere. I've learned a lot of things since I joined, since I'm in Liverpool few months ago, a couple of months ago now. I always learn wherever I am, growing, pruning. I might be pruned, yes. Is to grow. You might be pruned. You might be disciplined. It's just for you to to grow, solid, taking solid food to become a mature Christian. Thank you, the Lord. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, everybody, for your contributions. And uh, I see that our submissions, the fact that both the milk and the solid food are beneficiary to us as a Christian. But the fact is, we we must get to a point in our Christian journey. That we outgrow meek level. You know, the meek level, and if you pastor pray for me, pastor fast for me, you know, a lot of things are happening now. And I was just wondering, the scripture did not write it that way. He was saying, pray without season. He said, this thing cannot happen except by prayer and fasting. You know, any other teaching anybody is now bringing up, okay, I will fast for you. I was just taking him out. This one cannot be from. It, it, it is not it's not the sound doctrine. That's all we are saying. The Bible says either the father's love is discipline, is chastised. You know, a solid food Christian is a friend that whether whether you discipline them, Jesus is still the Lord. They will not say, Because I was talked to, let me pack my things and face another church. They are waiting for me to receive me because I can sing very well. You get. But a mature Christian, a Christian that is growing onto solid food as a Christian, we say, well, I counted all of this with joy. That is how to be a matured Christian. All of these things that is happening to me, I know you are aware about it. If this is the way you want to undo me, Lord, here I am. You know, when you are talking about that scripture, don't boast about, about anything except him. Whatever way God wants to handle us as a Christian that is growing onto maturity is just all well and good. But the point is, you can't continue to live on the milk. It is not possible. And I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. The characteristics of the Nikki Christian are the, are the fact that when they have discord with one another in the church, instead of going to them, they say, ah, me. I cannot take that. I don't, I won't listen to that kind of rubbish. But Paul did not teach us that. What if your brother offends you? You talk to them. 
Paul said, he said, I said the truth in me and the Holy Spirit in me, bear me witness. You know, I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name that we will outgrow, we will not become a meek Christian. We will go on to a solid food Christian in Jesus' name. Amen. Another sign of Christian maturity is practical love. The scripture said, God is love, always seeking to get along with others. You can see from the scripture we have read, it said, There is quarrel among you. There is quarrel. How practically are you when it comes to love? He said, is it, There was a scripture that I was talking about. He said, Greater love is it that a man lay his life down for his brethren. When we go on to maturity, we will not become, we will not be, we will not become selfish. We'll be selfless. Are you loving? In this family, the Lord has planted you in, in Liverpool. Are you, are we, are we getting along people? Say no, it's not from my, it's not from my language. Our own is too, is this, is so serious. I can't, I can't take that from her. But you know, if you must go on to, on to maturity, there is a need for us to display love. Mm. You go, we, we go in the other chapter and he was talking about if I can speak in tongue, I have no love. If I can have this, I have no love. It's just a waste. I just pray the Lord we shine his light on our heart. That whatever anybody anybody is doing to you that is making you so unrest, uncomfortable, you can you can we can walk up to them because we are in a family. Because my mommy slapped me. I cannot say no, I renounce you, mommy. <laughs> because my mommy said, Oh, young man, you can't go that way. And I said, I want to go that way. You know, I mean, I can't you can't change your parents. You can change your friend, but you can't change your parents. For us to grow as a Christian in a family onto maturity, there is a need for us to display practical law. You are selfless. The Bible talked about the earlier post, he said, and they had everything in common. He said they continue in the breaking of bread. The question to us tonight is, how practically are you when it comes to love? Are you ready to do away your convenience for your brethren? Are you ready to give it up? You know, when I, when I was growing one time, and uh, I usually pray that anytime I am fasting, and I'm about to break. One of the brethren should just enter the room and find my, my normal food on the table. And he said, bro, I want to eat. I said, eat? I've not eaten since morning now. I've been fasting. But the man that is growing, you can't eat all joy. Let's join at the table and you eat it and you are, you are fine. That is love. You know, that is it. You are willing to, to be selfless. To give up your convenience for your brethren. Do you seek to get along with other believers, colleagues in your office, friends, neighbors in your community? You are not, we are not existing in an isolation, in an isolation world. We can't afford to say, okay, ah, for example, I go to the office every day and all of that, and I meet with a colleague, and that colleague was not in line with my opinion, with my belief. I cannot because of that say, okay, let me discard him. Let's let let let's let, let, let that guy be on his lane. But for a man that is growing, you show him love, you still love him. You still you still you still make yourself available to assist. That is a sign of maturity. And somebody said he swell at you instead of instead of replying, you laugh at him. And he keeps swearing and you laugh and he was like it's like something is wrong with this person. That is love. Are you getting along in our community? I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Living a life, a self-controlled life, is another proof that we are maturing. We are not to be controlled by our sinful nature or fleshy desire. Yeah. The Bible talks about the things that, that are seen now. He said they are passing away. Our desire, what do we have control over it? 
do we do, do, can we say no to, to, to some things? I said, well, I don't think this thing is correct for me to do. And somebody said, after all, the pastor is not around. There is this big guy that doesn't sleep and slumber. He's aware. You know, and just praying the Lord will help our heart. Who is directing the affairs of our lives? The Bible says, said, as men that are led by the Spirit, they are called the children of God. It doesn't matter. I can carry any emblem. I can carry any cassock. If I'm not directed, if it is not the Lord that is choosing every decision of my life that I'm handling it myself, God is not there. God is not aware. How self-controlled are you? Somebody said, I am married. I don't take nonsense. Then you are not ready to marry now. Because nonsense is, 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 is an inbuilt ingredient of, of a striving marriage. You know, so many times they just talk to you. You know, you replied. You know, sometimes we talk another day, just look at you and we laugh. Because it is not about you. Don't forget. In Second Corinthians, I said, I don't want to know anything except Christ, him crucified. I pray the Lord will help us. Amen. In this family of God, the Lord has planted us outgrowing. Are we, are we maturing daily? That song that said, daily as I live, often as I breathe, let my whole life, is your whole life, bringing blessing to God. Are you self-controlled? How about love? I, I don't know. I don't know. Pastor, I don't know what's the time. Are we really the time? I know. Yeah, we still have like, 10, 10 minutes. Okay. 10. I think I can submit on this now. I said, lastly, a mature Christian uses his gift as an instrument to build up himself. And we're studying in the book of Jude. On Sunday, we're talking about building up ourselves in the most holy faith. And we are using our gift as instrument to build the church. And people said, ah, it is only the pastor that God is aware about. It is not true. Every little help we render to God, there is, a, there is an account in heaven that recorded it, that take it into cognizance. Excuse me, this guy has done this today. And the scripture said, he said, our God is not unjust to have forgotten our labor of love. The gift the Lord has given you. Yours might not be, might not see. I was, I was challenged with the story of Dorcas in the scripture. That when the woman died, people gather and they begin to weep. Why? Because our own mission, our own task was to make sure that the widow in the community are, are being helped. That was our own ministry. And I was challenged. People were crying, your gift that God has given you. How are you using it? Are you using it as instrument? To build God's family up. What are you using it for? I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. I don't know if you can take the, the ingredients of, of Christian maturity. I'll just read through. Uh, sorry, Pastor, sir. I said, yeah, okay, I just, thank you, sir. Yeah, I just wanted to add one, which I think is also pertinent to those three. All right, sir. Uh, maturity is going from being a napios or baby Christian or meek Christian to maturity. Uh, also has to do with washing our words the words we say the words we say is very the power of life and death is in the tongue so that's one way you know uh, if a person is mature in the christian this christian work or not so there are some things that you want to say but you caution yourself the holy spirit will caution you and you take years to it and you don't say it so that is also very important and also one of the ones who say i just want to just emphasize it again when we have to the when there's no place we're gonna have uh, our gathering it's not a gathering of uh, of uh, terrestrial beings when we have people different culture different background and different things that have been redeemed by the blood of christ and they come together that's bent to be friction sometimes but our christian maturity is when we now understand that and drop that self and we understand what uh, our teacher is telling us tonight, that it's not about us, it's about Christ, that we turn that high in the middle, high, we bend it and turn it to see, becomes Christ. That is where we now go to that. Because in 
church, anywhere in your unit, in your wherever you are, there will be friction. There will be. But Christian majority is when you now come back and say, you know what, it's not about me. I might be offended. It might be rightly so. You might think you're right. You might think you're wrong. You might be wrong. But it doesn't matter. You drop the self. You drop the self and you focus on the family. Mm. It's the family of God. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you for that. Sister Ife is raising her hand for a question. Okay, go on, sir. Sister Ife. Um, thank you so much, sir. Thank you, Pastor. I was just typing in my question, and then um, you mentioned this part. Um, my question is about the church, the doctrine, like the division between Christians at the moment. We have different churches all around we have different doctrines all around so my question was to say can we count this as church maturity as well or immaturity because i read um i was reading um a book this morning and it was saying the reason why some churches had to separate was because of false teaching that was going on so they had to separate but why do we have to separate and then go into a different doctrine? So that's why I stopped typing my question because you mentioned the pastor to say that we need to start understanding that it's not about us, that it's about Christ. So can we now say that, is it possible that churches can still come into agreement to be one? Is it, I know there is friction, but is it possible that we can still be one? And like mosque, Everywhere is one mosque, anyways. One, um, I know, I think they also have a bit of division. I don't know, but talking about Christians, can we come into agreement? Can they be one and focusing on Christ that it's all about Christ and it's not about a particular doctrine or a particular church or how it is? Apart from the false teaching, because I read today that it was because of false teaching, that's why we have different um, doctrines. So I just want more, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just throw a comment to it before we answer. I think the, the, the three different levels are, first, we have you. You have individuals, the born again, the born again Christian. So that's, a, you're a child of God. You're a child of God, not because you were created. You're a child of God when you become born again. As many that are receiving become child of God. Then God now placed that child of God in the family. So we have we. We have I, we have we. That we is God's temple. God's temple, some people call it building. I don't like building, I call it temple. Because it lives in us, they will now gather together and become God's temple. Then we now have the body, the kingdom of God as, as a body, as a body, a body of uh, Christ, part of the body of Christ. So we have that. Now, would that be a time that we all now come together, yeah, with God, all things are possible. But I also want to say is that, you know, now that we talk about the people in different different uh, position or different uh, places in their growth or in their work of sanctification. So also we have the, the God's body. We have the, the, the churches that are also in different stages. For example, if you look at the beginning of Acts, you see that this church, the early church, are go, they were going through that as well. There were points at time that they are saying that you have to be circumcised, you have to be baptized before you do that. They have to take this to this council, and Brother Paul has to come and tell them that, no, and they have to disagree and agree and come back again. And Peter said this, sometimes they agree. So it means that different churches also have that different part where they're still. For example, example I'll give you is that before, in apostolic, we used to see it was a lie, no, that is, you can never use any medication. It's impossible. Then when people now start asking questions, ah, you said it was a lot looking, but you're sending your children to go and do medicine. So that's a contradiction. So things you now see in advent of light, because we have ne we would never got to that point. That's what Philippians 3:12 says. See, in the in the light of that, then sometimes people change things slightly, they change the 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 the, 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 the policy slightly, the, the theology slightly, and all of that. But can we get to that point in the future? Of course, we got all things are possible. But now, I think uh, we just continue to lift up Jesus. Amen. Um, I just wanted to say something, Pastor, just to follow up on what you just said. As long as all these doctrines are, are, have Christ in the center of it, such as so, so, so much so that he, he brings people to the Lord. 
So for me, if you go to a church and you see that the doctrine, Christ is not centered in it, then that is falsehood. But as long as Christ is in the center of it, okay, so looking at the doctrine of the apostolic church um, or our tenants um, or whatever that is in written there, you can see that Christ, we've done it, we've, we've, we've dealt with it a lot of times in, in this um, kind of meeting. And yeah. you, you, yeah, you can see that Christ is there. You can see that everything points to the fact that we are, we are moving towards God. So for me, as long as Christ is in the middle of that doctrine, it may, it may, be, it may be shoveled around different words, different statements that people have, but as long as it points to Christ, for me, I think, yes, we may be in different denomination, but, you know, it's still pointing towards Christ. At the end of the day, we all grow together. We all enter into heaven. Well, we all meet Christ at the end of the day. So for me, because there's beauty in harmony, I feel that there's beauty in harmony, even though we are of different uh, denominations of different churches or whatever it is. But as long as Christ is in there and we are growing towards Christ, to, to, you know, to, to see him at the end and be like him fully, then I think... We, we are still on the, the on the same path that's why I, that's my opinion thank you thank you thank you, thank you yeah sir. i think what i'll say about that question the fact that with what pastor and sitatosin has said i don't think i will say any 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 different thing about it the point is the church is big and each of us as a member of that family if we, if our focus is on the gospel and Deborah is what we are living for, the death, the burial and the resurrection of Christ, that is all good. Because the church, the church all over the nation, we are giving family. We are not yet one. Some people will be fashioned to daddy and another to mommy. What is key is what Sister Dutton has said and Pastor has said too. And I feel like if the gospel is the central focus and it collaborates with the scripture, there's no problem. The church, the Bible says, it says we shall be witness. That is what he said in the heart of Apostle, in all the Judea, all the Samaria. You know, anybody can just be there and make mention of the name of Jesus, him crucified. If that's the case, then I think there is no problem. But if there is a problem when there is, there is division in our midst, it is not sorted out amicably. That is when there is a problem. And I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. As we tie it up tonight, the ingredient for Christian maturity, Pastor has talked about it, you know, and a follow-up to that is studying God's word. You know, do you study God's word? When you receive the word of God, is it that you just accept it like that? You don't, you don't check it out. Do you search the scripture? The Bible says study to show yourself approved in Timothy. You know, are you studying to show yourself approved? Fellowship. The Bible says we should not forget, forsake the assembly of one another. That is scripture. There is no any other method you can do. Any other thing we are doing, that we are forsaking the fellowship with believers. We may not be going towards maturity as a Christian. Keeping complaints of believers. The scriptures talk about, it said there is no relationship between light and darkness. Show me your friend, and I will tell you the kind of person you have. Singing in spiritual song unto God, we cannot exhaust that. These are the ingredients that will propel us, you know, to, to grow in the Lord. And I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. I don't know before we close, if there's any other question. There, there, there won't be time for any more questions, but um, there is a question on the chat thread. I forwarded it to Sister Mission's um, WhatsApp so that we can take that next week. I know Sister Mission yeah. herself, I think you have a question, but I don't know whether that was what you wanted to say. So you can add your own question too to that, and we start with those two next week. If there is any more, you can send it to Sister Mission um, so that we can move on to prayer. 
Thank Sorry, you very much. All right. Uh, because of what we learned today about uh, milk and um, solid food, so yes. we can imagine the controversies, especially with Christianity, how some people, some preachers, they may still be receiving milk spiritually and they are leading people and all that. So I just wanted to say, um, stress on the importance of praying for the church of, as a whole, as a body. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, from the question down at the bottom, that if there is anything, any further ingredients or signs, um, I, I have the, about apart from singing choral, you know, congregational worship, we need prayer. We need we need praying people. A prayer, prayer of intercession. You can be praying for others. It's part of uh, ingredient uh, or signs of maturity. And Holy Spirit, not only baptism, but feeling empowered and refilling. Refilling mm -hmm. constantly, being refilled by the old, uh, with with the power of Holy Spirit, so that the fruits of Holy Spirit can can grow out of our lives unto others. So prayers, of Holy Spirit. I think I there are still a further. Okay. Thank you, sir. Pastor, I think you wanted to say something. No, no, no. Yeah, say, uh, yeah. I just want to say thank you, sir. So that, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, can we all say a word of prayer for uh, Bro Peter? And after now, the Kenobi Method will take over to pick it up from there. Let's just appreciate God for tonight. Let's talk to God about what uh, we've heard and how it has applied to you and to me. Let's just speak to God about it, that the Lord will help us. He will engrace us to continue to grow even for those of us that feel like we are growing there is always another level there is always more paul said that i may know him <laughs> as though he has not even known him uh, let's just continue to 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 talk to god and ask him to give us the grace the willingness the desire the appetite for growth in the name of jesus and let's commit the vessel the lord has used that the lord will empower him he will continue to equip him and make him relevant, even in, in, in being usable. Many more opportunities to teach, to, 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 to nourish the body of Christ, and to use the giftings that God has deposited into him. To the praise and glory of God alone. In Christ Jesus' unfailing name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen.